What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Stu has given me pause to think on a couple of things today. Uh, and it all started from a conversation that we started to have, I don't know, about three, three hours ago on the, um, what is his name? Anthony, Oliver Anthony, uh, the Oliver Anthony song that is number one. And he looks at it at a different way than I do. Um, and it's really kind of has him depressed where I think it's actually a really good sign, but we start there and it it ends, believe it or not, with me changing a really critical answer to a critical question. And it involves Trump going to jail. And I've said one thing forever, And Stu asked me a question, and I thought, I've just changed my mind. And he said, what, because the last few weeks you've been thinking? And I'm like, no, that question changed my mind, and it is really critical. And I'll share it coming up in 60 seconds. First, you've entrusted your life earnings with the banks, believing that they were solid. Guess what? They're walking on thin, thin, thin ice. Bond rating downgrades are looming large. Banks are now scrambling, and it could spell real trouble for your savings. Giants like J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America are getting the jitters. Smaller local banks could be the next dominoes to fall. These turbulent times, you really, uh, you know, I, I read a story from MSNBC yesterday and it was about gold and it said uh gold people are being scammed with gold um because uh there's no future in gold it's just a right-wing propaganda thing and i thought it's really weird because nobody's really talking about gold right now unless you're talking about cbdc's and the end of the dollar so are you telling me that the end of the dollar you really don't think that that's possible, MSNBC? You really think? You're telling your people there's no question your dollar is safe. When we've seen inflation at the target rate of 3%, which means in 10 years, you've lost 38 cents on every dollar. Is that what you're telling your people? I find the timing curious, to say the least. But if you're somebody who would like to think for themselves, I... I I want you to do your own homework. I beg you to do your own homework. Don't take it from me. Go do your own homework and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Ask Goldline why I buy what I buy. I pay extra because I buy them a certain different way. American Eagles now are in demand and they almost never make it to the specials. When you buy a tube of Golden Eagles, that's 50 coins, of one-tenth ounce American Eagle gold coins, they're throwing in 10 of the one ounce American Eagle silver coins for free. Heads up, doesn't apply to IRA orders. These coins are flying off the shelves. Do it now for stability reasons, please. Call and find out if this is right for you. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. So let's start with um, 
Oliver Anthony's uh, song. Uh, this is a song that is now number one on the Billboard charts. Biggest song in America. It is an absolute incredible feat. The guy has a great story. Um, he's He said that he didn't want to be a star. He's like, I don't want to go on tour. I don't want stadiums of people. I, I'm just expressing how I feel. So let's take how he feels. Let's take this song line by line because Stu said that he looks at this much differently, I think, yeah. than I do. Simultaneously, I find it, the story, inspiring. And again, yes. the story turns inspiring like a month ago. It was yes. very dark before that. He was, he, had, he was fighting all sorts of demons. Yes. He, it turns around about a month ago. This whole thing blows up. He's now ahead of Taylor Swift. I find that incredibly inspiring. Great. And there are parts of the song that you find like, thank God somebody said that. Yes. But I also look at the song lyrics as depressing in a way because I'm, I, I'm sad that so many people seem to really closely relate and to what he's describing. And you don't feel this way. I don't. And, and I, I, it's not just people exactly in my position. People who have much less material stuff and, and everything else. Okay. She so, don't think of the world this way. I, I hope peop, most people don't. So let's listen to it. Go ahead. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay so i can sit out here and waste my life away drag back home and drown my troubles away stop good god that is a dark stanza i if you would. think though that there are have you ever thought i just did recently you know there there are only four thousand what is the significance of four thousand weeks I guess it's about yeah, one lifetime, right? One lifetime. Yeah. 4,000 weeks. Mm. Do the math. I have 1,036 weeks left. No, I have 936 left. That's how many I have left. Mm. And, and I, I mean, that's, and of course, you hope to have that. I many hope left. to have that. That's an average lifespan of 76 years. Mm -hmm. So you only have 4,000 weeks. Do the math. And I, I don't know what is happening to me, but I am thinking about my life entirely differently now, all the time. I, I was with Tanya and she said, what are, you, what are you thinking? And I was like, I'm just thinking about the kids. But I wasn't really thinking about the kids. I was thinking about how can I set things up? How can I help them? you know, long after my years. It's weird. Oh, I've had, you know, you have these thoughts as you get older. Wait until you hit 60. I'm well, 59. So my dad died when he was 61. Yeah. And so I was thinking about this at one point, you know, I'm, I'm 47, I think now, which means for, I'm 14 years away from the year my dad died. Yeah. If you go backwards 14 years, Barack Obama was president. I know. Like, I that know. is how, <laughs> like, I hope I, I don't die at 61, of course. But it's like, good God, this this you goes at sixty one puts me dead. Yeah, you know, one year of death before mm. me if I lived the average right. lifespan. Okay, That's, and it's going to happen fast. And so I've been thinking, I don't want to spend any time on anything that is useless. And I feel at times, yeah. and mm -hmm. I think this is for the average person. At times, you feel like I'm just wasting my life, just trying to keep up. I'm just trying to put food on the table and keep up. I don't have the time because 
Because especially now, your pay, your money is worth less. And so you go to the grocery store and every week you're at the grocery store and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, you got to be kidding me. And so you're going to have to work harder and harder just to keep pace and time slipping away. You feel like I'm selling my soul. Selling my soul for what? The almighty buck? I feel like that I understand that. Um, and, you know, selling your soul is, is something that is at some level a choice because you you you're at some point in your life you have to make the decision of whether your soul is affected by yes. a lot of the difficult circumstances Correct. that surround you and like that's why like this the, it's such a sad part of the song where he's it's not just about hey he doesn't get paid enough and he works really hard because a lot of people have to deal with that but coming out and thinking seeing your life as a waste and then drowning your sorrows in what obviously is alcohol and or drugs in this particular yeah. circumstance is a horrible way to deal with it and but it really, is, it's sad that so many people relate to it i, I like so I, I think when you look though but it's true Stu, it's and it's ha certainly through covid has increased in, in yeah look amount. at the depression rates look at the suicide rates yeah i mean that's what people that's how people are dealing with it and yeah. honestly, it's terrible. I mean, how can you not be depressed by that? Oh, I know. Okay, go ahead. Next. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, so but true. it is. Yeah. So true. Oh, Wait, is. stop. Is you it? don't agree with that? No, I mean, like he says people like me, meaning himself, Oliver Anthony, and, and like it's 100% true, right? It's true. It's his life experience. People like me... You know, again, I, I know a lot of well, people. Well, you're one of the rich sons of. Again, I, like <laughs> a lot of this, you could see, hey, I've worked a lot of overtime hours in my life. BS pay at this point, luckily, I don't have to deal with that problem at the moment. Yeah. It could change at any time, and yes. I know that. But I will say that, like, when it comes to a point of when you're talking about people like you, there are a lot of people out there who really relate with it and with what he's saying here. But I also think there's a lot of people without a, a ton of money who look at their life, like I know a lot of, I have a lot of friends who don't have a lot of money and what I see in them a lot of times is, yeah, sometimes they struggle at work. Sometimes it's really frustrating. They're frustrated by things the government does. They complain about them. But in their, in the real world, what they do with that is they love their kids. They love their yeah, family. So they find time at church. They, they find enjoyment of life and, and find a much brighter life than the, than the, than the painting he's, I he's presenting. I have never, you got to remember, you're starting from a place of, depression and alcoholism yeah. with him okay right so you that's have what i mean that. when he says people right. like me i get he that's who he is right? right and that's he's telling his story and that's you can tell it's his story you can hear it in but his voice but there are people just like you that feel that way oh yeah so rich or poor yeah rich or poor it doesn't matter okay next living in the new world living in the new world with an whole soul it's a great line. that is the great that's the yeah. best line. rich man no the rich man lord knows it all just wanna have total control true now we're getting to the politics of it and i'm you know of course 100 yeah, percent agree like, yeah. on this yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> and bud light screwed us too <laughs> what <laughs> you think wanna know what you do and they don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't and it's taxed to no hand oh amen 
it's just also good, a really good song. It's right? great. Like I mean, forget all the you can go and read into the song and overanalyze it. It's just a great song. It is, and it, it just you know he's really good too. He's really talented. You know this, How do these guys get undiscovered like this? You are probably too old to remember Johnny Paycheck when he did "Take This Job and Shove." It. I mean, I know the song. Sure. Yeah, it it in some way that felt commercial. But I remember at the time feeling like, yeah, yes. You know what I mean? And so it was relatable to the common worker, but it didn't have the darkness that this one has. It didn't have the gravitas of, no, everything's on fire. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You disagree with any of these chords? The third chord there is disgusting to me. politicians. Look out for miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Stop. <laughs> I just would like to celebrate that line. It's a funny line. It is a great line. and it's and, But it's, you know, it's funny and horribly tragic yeah, as well. Yeah, no, it's true. It's it's true. Uh, they, when, you, when you look at what's happening in Latin America with uh, the Sound of Freedom, that thing is, that is number one in Latin America mm. for weeks now. It is decimating every other movie. Incredible okay? story, that is. And the politicians are actually going to show up. You know the politician in Ecuador that the CIA in America apparently didn't like that was, oh, shot to death uh, recently? He was shot to death going to the premiere of Sound of Freedom because he said he was going to clean oh, it really? up. Yeah. But the, the the president of that country was going to go there as well. Um, I mean, the politicians and in all other countries, this is making such an impact. It's changing laws. Think of that. This movie has made an impact in America, but we have become so divided. This I said to Tim Ballard when he first told me this idea, I said, Tim, you may actually be the guy who is remembered as saving the country. And he said, what? No. And I said, no, hear me out. Who disagrees with pedophilia's bad? Right. And Nambla. Yeah. That's about it. Who, who yeah. disagrees with we should stop the sex slave trade? Very few. I thought it was very few people. I thought it was very few, too. started. And Correct. Then, you know, now Correct. I find that the, uh, bo- the boilerplate left-wing position is to oppose people who don't like child trafficking. Right. I don't and know when that started. It's but bizarre. Very bizarre. Very bizarre. And it's no longer the position. So if we can't agree on that, yeah. what do you agree on? Uh, more in just a second. Mm-hmm. We are the people fighting to make it. Uh, a woman's right to live, a child's right to live. Others are fighting for a woman's right to end the life of a baby. Where do you stand? There is, in this crisis, every man and woman are out on the field. And by staying in the sidelines, you are on the field. You're just on the wrong side. Preborn's network of clinics offer love and life to ensure a baby's life and well-being and the well-being of mom as well. This is a ministry of compassion. When a woman has an unwanted pregnancy, she usually wants to make the right choice, but the pressures of life are real. People around her are often telling her a baby's just a clump of cells and it's, it's nothing but trouble. You don't want to do that. 
Preborn shines a light into that darkness, offering hope and love. And they start with free ultrasounds and up to two years of assistance for both the mother and the baby, all for free, all because of you. This year, you have saved 28,000 babies, 28,000 babies. Your tax deductible donation of any size will help so much. An ultrasound to make it free is $28. If you want to save babies in a big way, your tax deductible donation of 5,000 will sponsor the entire network for a whole day, 24 hours, rescuing 200 babies. Dial pound 250 and give what you can. The widow's might is worth is just as much as that big check. Pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash back. That's preborn.com slash back, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. When we last left Oliver Anthony, he was opining on child slavery and sex slaves and pedophiles. Here's where he goes next. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. Stop. This is what gives this song, as the media says, oh, it's just Ronald Reagan rehash. Yeah. Uh, no, it's really not. Have you been to a major city lately? Mm-hmm. It is horrific what is happening to our country in towns small and big. Tent cities. This is it's obscene what is happening in America. Obscene. And why is it worse in big cities that are run by the left? Because they're handing stuff out. They're handing you free drugs. They're handing you free needles. They're letting you poop in the street. I don't know about you, but I married above me. Yeah, and I mean this sincerely. Oh, so do I. Yeah, I married above me for a reason. She saw in me the man I hoped to be and made me want to be that man that she saw me as. That's how people get better. Not by saying, oh, you know what? Go ahead, poop in the street. Next. God, if you're five foot three and you're three, keep on kicking them down <sighs> i mean i fully ag- i love the fudge rounds first of all it makes me want to eat fudge rounds yeah, it, it does. really does uh but and i so i 100 percent agree with that i mean is would you summarize this country though as a place that all it does is kick kick people and keep them down i don't oh, see this I, country that way oh i, I don't do see, see the there country. are elements of it he's moving not in that direction he's not talking remember the phrase it's the rich men north of Richmond. Yeah. They're the ones kicking you down. And damn right they are. They're kicking you down every step of the way. You want to start a small business? Here, file these applications. We'll be out to inspect 400 different times. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. Oh, you have to do this. Everything they do is to discourage you. Kick people down? How, what is the solution of the Fed? Solution to stop inflation so you can... Not pay so much at the grocery store. What is the solution? This is something everyone has to understand. 
they have to raise the interest rates to stop you from getting a mortgage. Okay? Stop you from borrowing money. If you need to borrow money, it's going to cost you more. So they're slapping your hand. What did they just say last week? Don't expect the rise of interest rates to stop anytime soon because employment is too good. They need you unemployed and broke. So you stop spending money, which is making groceries go up and gas grow up. Meanwhile, the rich men in north of Richmond are spending money hand over fist on what? Corruption in Ukraine? $220 or $2,200 checks to illegals that come across our border? Yeah, I do feel like they're kicking us down. More in just a second, including that question that's crucial that I just changed my mind on. The Glenn Beck Program. Jeffrey wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He said, I really love Relief Factor. It helps me with my 66-year-old body. I've been standing, walking, bending, working with my hands my whole life. Now I'm retired, but I'm still very active. I take three packs a day if I have a lot of activity. Me too, brother. Usually only one or two packs on the weekends, and it helps me so much. Thank you for making such a great product. Jeffrey, thank you for writing in. Thank you for giving Relief Factor a try. And thank you for not actually retiring. You know, I'm never going to retire. I may not do this, but I'm never going to retire. Don't retire. You end up dying. Jeffrey, hopefully yours is not the last letter that I will receive. I know it's not. We've had thousands of people order it, and about 70% of them go on to order more month after month because they found the relief that Jeffrey did. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. That's 800-4-RELIEF or ReliefFactor.com. Get the 1995 three-week quick start now. It's ReliefFactor.com or 800-4-RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. The best debate coverage at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code will not be censored. Also, extended coverage at youtube.com slash Stu Does America. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to heat, and the obese milk and welfare. Tomorrow night, the first Republican debate of the 2024 presidential primary season. Blaze TV is going to give you the coverage that you need. We're going to start uh, with uh, Sarah Gonzalez, Stu, Dave Landau, Steve Dace. I'll be there as well tomorrow evening to provide live coverage. We're doing a pre-show, so you can get that right before the debate and then post-debate analysis. Of course, now Fox won't let anybody take any sound of it or anything, so... We're just going to be online. Uh, We're going to be, during the debate, we'll be uh, using the Blaze TV chat. So join us tomorrow for Blaze TV's coverage of the debate. So we've been talking about this song uh, and, uh, and what it means. And I think Stu and I are at the same place that there are a lot of people that are feeling this way. And they are blaming the government. For things, but the government can make you neither happy nor sad. Uh, you know, I hate to 
you know, man's search for meaning, but that is true. And as a recovering alcoholic, I know it to be true. You think that it's all of these other problems that are getting in your way. And so you drink more and then it's these other problems and you drink more. And it's none of those things. It's that you have a what some would describe as a God shaped hole in you. And more and more people have this hole in them that they try to fill with fame or fortune or, you know, likes follows all of this crap that our kids the world is empty and meaningless because we don't have something bigger than ourselves that's why the left is using climate change and everything else but you'll see all these people who have grown out of that climate change era of their life they're all finding it empty in the end because it is it is you have to have something bigger than yourself. And uh, and everything we do now is about politics, fame, or fortune. And that's not the country. That's us. That's not the politicians. That's us. The politicians aren't over turning my phone on and pressing the you know Instagram or TikTok app in my hand. We do. We do. Yeah, it just feels like we're kind of on a search for something. Man's search for meaning. Yeah, I mean, we really are. That's, that's really happening. I have a friend I've been talking to lately. He's said, you know, I think people are searching for purpose. Yeah. And it's true. Yeah. And I don't think, we don't know who to trust and where to find that larger meaning these days. Um, did you see that poll out from... Uh, yeah. Who did it about... It was CBS, uh, I think. CBS, yeah. yeah. This is... We were talking about this earlier... Um, and Stu asked me a question on this. So let's just play this, play this back here on, on yeah. what the poll said. The poll was, uh, who do you trust to tell you the truth? Now think about that. Who do you trust to tell the truth? Yeah. Now, is this, were these answers prompted? Uh, that's a good question. I didn't try. I, th- I think it was, I think there were options. A list. Yeah. Okay. Options. Okay. So who do you trust? And the, the, uh, they gave a few options. Uh, and the number, uh, this was of Trump voters, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and they asked, who do you trust? And they said, number one was D- Donald Trump, 71%. The other options, though, weren't like Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah. The other options were friends and family, which was second at 63%. Except if you think of your friends and family, at least I do, mm-hmm. I think of all my friends and family, mm-hmm. ones that I Right, don't so, believe have it down there they are not paying attention sure you know what i mean yeah then you have conservative media figures at 56 percent and religious leaders at 42 percent wow and like take everyone gets so focused and the media did this constantly oh trump 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 take trump out of this for a second put any politician in that position mm-hmm. like it's upside down if the the person you tell that you think is going to tell you the truth is a politician Right. Or any any person in that position, if it's, you know, religious leaders, for example, you should be near the top of that list. Or why are you going? Why are you bothering blowing up your Sundays and not watching more NFL football if you don't trust your own religious leaders? Right. There's no reason to go to church. Maybe you should find a different church. Friends, you could choose them. Maybe find ones that you actually like and trust. 
Because, you know, look, any politician should not be in the role of ultimate trust. And that's certainly the reverse of where we were as a country at one point. Okay, he has earned his trust in a very strange way, in Mm -hmm. a way I've never seen anybody earn it before. He he doesn't always tell the truth and he knows that. I mean, it's not like he's he's not. He is a storyteller. And he, it's like when people said, don't take him literally, take him seriously. So when he said, let's say, for for instance, that you'll never convince me he did not believe he lost that election. He he believes he won. He won. Mm -hmm. No way, shape or form, at no time has that even crossed his mind that he lost that or lost it fair and square. So when he was on the phone call, you can look at it many different ways. He's on the phone call in Georgia and he's like, look, we have 10,000 here. We have 25,000 votes that I think are missing here. We have 50,000. You, all you have to do is find 11 and it changes everything. And that is the context of the call. Correct. To be he's fair. not saying go make up 11,000. He's saying all you, ha- you don't have to do all 150,000 or whatever number he's presenting. And I don't think he knew the truth that there were 150. It's what he had been informed on and suspected, et cetera, et cetera. And so he was throwing that out. You have to take him for what is he saying? He's saying the votes are not all in. All of those votes that should have been counted or all of those votes that shouldn't have been counted there's a problem here. So go find what the truth is. Yeah. That's what he's saying. And I think like there's a million examples of this, but like he obviously isn't always telling the truth. And you can know that because he says the exact opposite things for a very specific reason. For example, I'm going to annihilate North Korea and Kim Jong-un. Missiles are about to fire. And then a week later, Kim Jong-un's a great friend. We know those two things aren't true at the same time. But they're not lies. They're They're negotiation. It's a negotiation tactic. Like He's intentionally saying what he thinks will bring him to the next best uh, uh, option down the road. Whatever whatever he thinks will advance his particular situation he's thinking at at that moment because he's a negotiator, right? He talks about this in his book. Here's how he gained his credibility. And I've never seen anybody gain it this way before. He gained it because he did some really big things when he was president. Really mm-hmm. big. Sure. That I'm not sure any other Republican would have done. Jerusalem comes up yeah, to yeah. the top of the mind. He did a lot of those things. So he gained credibility on like, hey, you did that. Mm-hmm. You did that. Now, where's the rest of this when you would say, how many people? What is it? 70%? 71%. Wow, that's high. But they're Trump supporters. Yep. Who do you trust? The reason why I think people trust him is because he's earned it by his enemies. Yeah. They feel uh, as though he is the right people hate him. The right people hate him, not just hate him. They've done everything they can to destroy him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only two reasons you would keep fighting at this point. Either you believe it in your soul or you just can't let go. And I think both of those are true. Both of those are true with Donald Trump. There's you're not you don't have anything to gain here. What do you have to gain? Yeah, cuz he probably isn't charged with all these crimes if he's not running. 
I mean, I, I think no. that's. I, I think if it's he would have said I'm out, I'm done. No way. He's, no they way. wouldn't have bothered. Right. I mean, they, they went those two years, almost giving him an option. Hey, don't run, and maybe this won't happen. So here's the important thing. I have always said that I really just didn't believe. I thought that putting Donald Trump in jail is the icing on the cake. Okay, they need to bring Donald Trump down to Biden's corruption level. Okay, so when you have Biden being charged with all these things and you have his main competitor not charged with anything, it's pretty easy, pretty easy to see good guy, bad guy. But if they flood the system with this guy's a criminal needs to go to jail. Now you've brought Donald Trump or the opposing guy down to the same level where they're leveling the same charges back and forth. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. And I've never really thought, I thought it was just icing on the cake if he actually does go to jail. Until, Stu, we were talking about this poll, and you said what? Yeah, I was talking about how, okay, 71% of people, and they trust him more than their you know, friends and family and, and, and their religious leaders. How do you beat a guy like that? Like, you can beat up on DeSantis's campaign and say it hasn't been perfect, but, like, is someone like that beatable at all? No. Right. Really difficult to beat someone who's trusted like that. And then I said, and what happens to America when they put that guy who's trusted at that level in prison? And that's the question that made me change my mind. I know exactly what happens when you put a guy like that in prison. You have chaos. And chaos is all they care about. Simply chaos. Let's end this podcast where we started this podcast. I told you that there's new COVID, um, new COVID vaccines on the way. They're talking about maybe we should lock down schools. There's a school in Atlanta that's starting to do it. Yada, 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 yada. And I've heard all of this and you've heard all of this. But the one thing I hadn't heard uh, was the explanation of the name of this particular uh, line of COVID. Was it Eris? Which is uh, from mythology, the, the god of goddess. So it is Eris, the goddess of, of, hang on just a second, I wrote it down, strife, discord, and chaos. What did I say 20 years ago? When we enter these times, it's always going to be about chaos. Chaos will be the operative word. Everything will be about chaos. They name this COVID, uh, this COVID strain after the god of chaos? They want to put him in jail? You're damn right they do. Why? Because it will cause chaos. The author of all lies and author of all chaos, we know who that is. Take your stuff and get as far away from chaos as you possibly can. Then stand. Because it will grow and it will sweep everywhere unless we stand and stand together.
Ever get the feeling that the other shoe is about to drop? Like something bad's going to happen? You probably be better better be ready for it? Like chaos is coming? Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is a place that I go. In fact, I was just there two months ago, uh, and I was walking around with Matt Redhawk, the guy who owns it, and it's an unbelievable place. You literally could eat off the floor. And I don't know how many... It's got to be 500,000 square feet. I mean, it's incredible. And they make the food. They, they process all of the food there. They want to make sure it's top quality um, and packaged the way it should be packaged so it can last you 25 years. I want you to go to preparewithglenn.com. You'll save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Wide variety of delicious meals offering 2,000 calories Every single day for optimum strength under stress. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks, everything you need. Shipping is automatic and your order ships fast and discreetly. Go to preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. The Glenn Back Program. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Um, Tim Dillon was was on Joe Rogan um, and he was talking about the 2024 presidential election and he does not think that Joe Biden is going to run. So he was talking about options with Joe Rogan. And here's what happened. Newsom is coming up and trying to run. Um, There are other people that are circling. I don't think he runs again. I can't see it. I don't see it. How do you think they get Kamala Harris to step down? Because she's rightfully, if he steps down, you know, until some... If Kamala Harris cannot say a sentence. It's <laughs> almost, she's almost worse than him. She something. talks in like gypsy curses. <laughs> <laughs> when they ask her something, she'll be like, my grandma said that a hive of bees is still bees if you if you bury it. Gypsy curses. <laughs> That's how she speaks. The woman is uh, has no idea what's going on. This is so true. <laughs> Gypsy curses. Oh, she is bizarre. What a bizarre, what a bizarre group of people we have at the top right now. I mean, it's just a strange group of people. I mean, you think about how many people in our that our leaders right now are completely incapable of communicating basic basic English language. Like, I like, I mean, you've got, not because not because they. Not because they haven't learned it. Right. They've learned it. They just can't remember it anymore. Yeah. I mean, Kamala Harris, is it's just constant gibberish. You have uh, Joe yeah, Biden. Sh- she's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, would you, she's just dumb. She's yeah. dumb. Joe uh, Biden's fair. not stupid. He's just senile. He's lost and yeah. senile. John Fetterman. Uh, he's lost. unfortunate. It, uh, uh, stroke. Uh, Dianne Feinstein. I mean, just good God, it's terribly tragic horrible. to watch her. Mitch McConnell. Yeah. I mean, Mitch McConnell, in the middle of a sentence, just stopped for like a minute. I mean, when have we started accepting out that? Out of all of those, out of all of those, most of those people can't remember. Yeah. You know what I mean? That they look like buffoons. Unfortunately, I think John Fetterman does. He knows yeah. he's not. I don't think Kamala has a. She's just like, she's just happy. She's like, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm dumb. And I like that. I, li- I like buses. I like big yellow buses. 